Welcome to episode 10 of You Will Get Blisters. I've not got my uh, hair towel on for you tonight. No, but I've got mine tied up because I haven't washed my hair for some time. We've actually, our shower's out of bounds. Oh, out of bounds as in, has the hazard tape had to come out? <laughs> yes. Baths only on? in my house, which isn't great in the cost of living crisis. It isn't. What's gone on? What's I've been do? washing with a flannel hem in the sink. Well, <laughs> stri- what do they call that? A strip wash? Yeah, a bed bath or bed something. Bath. I don't strip what strip search. Why <laughs> you like saying strip, strip things? <laughs> just love strip. Just love stripping. Not <laughs> sorry, mum, if you're listening. So right, what's going on with the shower? Oh, it's just a bit of a grouting issue. Um, oh. There's a leak coming through the floor, and it's coming out through a light in our kitchen. Oh, that's very common in people's kitchens from a bathroom. Yeah, yeah. What a nightmare! But we're sorting it out. It's all good. Well, keep us posted on this. We don't want shower water going in your stew. No, exactly. Uh, right, episode 10, M. 10, hey. Big 10, yeah. So quick recap, shall we? Go on, give us a recap. Um, so as you know, I quit my job back in April and I decided to walk from Land's End to John O'Groats with my husband, Tom. And all on foot, we're both carrying about 10 kilos on our backs. We're camping some of it. So we've got all our camping equipment, which keeps getting wet. So far, we've made it to Heartland in Devon. And yeah, after day two, do you remember? And we hit it really hard and we had to go back and stay with my parents for a week to recover. But we're back at it now and we're in Heartland. And in the totally British way, you thought it was literally going to be a walk in the park slash walk to the pub. Yeah. And it's just not been, has it? We're finding out now that it's really not, not like that. Yeah, the southwest coast path is not for the faint-hearted. It's hardcore, man. A lot of it is almost like rock climbing, isn't it? Definitely, yeah. I think we might be through the worst of it in terms of coast path from this point on. Yeah, because at the end of last time, I think you said... The last podcast that we did, we talked about the hardest day of the coast path. So today, we're walking from Heartland, where I've just had a bath that morning, Em. Oh, what a treat. Yeah, a real treat. So my feet and... Well, I have posted one picture of my feet online. Oh, yeah. It's not gone down well. Not gone down well. Sorry, listeners, you didn't <laughs> like that, did you? Um, but at this point, a lot of my skin was sort of falling off. Oh. And what was kind of happening, actually, is at the end of every day, I had new blisters, but by the morning, they'd gone down. It was weird. That is weird. So it was almost like your feet were like, you were a constant threat of a yeah. blister. Yeah. It's like they got used to having blisters, really. Yeah, that is mad. The place that you stayed with the bath, you said you had Italian stuff in there as well, which, as you have mentioned previously, is a treat. Yeah, a real treat. So you've got up, you've had your bath, and then you're off. We're you're off. off on foot, as always. So today we're going to walk to a place called Clavelli. Have you ever okay. heard of this place? No. Well, it's very touristy, um, and basically it's like this really old village on the coast, yeah. and you have to pay to get in. What? So it's like owned by somebody rich. You have to pay to actually get into the village. Sorry, it's not normal. <laughs> no, it's absolutely not normal. I don't know. Is there anywhere else in the UK where you have to pay to get in? I don't know. I've never. I know little like little funny bridges or tolls you have to go over. But yes, yeah, so so, it's like a toll village. And how much are we talking? Well, I think it was about eight pound fifty m per person. Per, okay. But as you know, we're not mugs. 
no, no. mugs so, game mugs game this so um what we actually found was if you just bypass the bloke with the pot right there's another entrance we got in there for free what hey top tip so yeah. <laughs> right you know they say £8.50 what where's it going is it like going to look after the local church or something like, what are they using it for no this bloke's just making a shed load of money so this the put so hang on there's a bloke with a pot it's owned by a family right yes yeah, yeah. so they're making the money not the man with the pot I imagine yeah, he's just a skivvy this is yeah this is why I'm getting confused right so a family owns the full and then what? yeah no anyone could stand at the end of a street and go it's £8.50 to get in here I might start yeah. doing it at the top of my street well I'm thinking <laughs> cracking me in my street I'll start <laughs> charging a surcharge to come down do you know what I mean so right it's owned by a family like obviously a very wealthy family and then I want to I mean, you might know the answer I wonder if all the houses are then owned by the family and people re- I imagine not well but they own the land maybe no I think they're owned by people but I had heard that even like a tiny little house is like a million pounds there Oh, wow. It's just like a really expensive place to live. I don't really know why I am because I don't think I would go there as like a... Well, I mean, obviously I was there, but only because I had to walk through it for the walk. Yeah, because I was going to say, like, is there like uh, any beauty points or anything? There's nothing Well, it's the coast. People like the coast, don't they? There's a couple of pubs. I think there's a hotel. There's like a couple of ice cream shops. And what people really like um, is the donkeys. Oh. So the 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 street like you can't get a car down there. The cobbles aren't just like your average cobbles. They're like really humpy. They're like basically spherical. So it's really difficult to walk on. Oh wow, okay. And so people stay in there. There's like um sleds for you to take your luggage up and down on. Oh, and what they used to do. How cute. It's twee. Is that what what would Americans would say? Yeah. Twee. I think twee. it sounds a bit twee. Yeah. Um What's the other word they would say? That's cute. That's very quaint, as an American would say. Yeah. And what they used to do, though, is the donkeys used to take the luggage up and down in the olden days. Yeah. And they're still knocking about. You can pay to have your photo taken with a donkey. (laughs) Obviously. Or like pat pat a donkey, whatever you need to do with one. I I love that. There's always a photo opportunity and a chance for us to pay for another photo or something, isn't there? Well, I would just, they're in full view. It's not like they're behind closed doors. You could just stand sort of 10 metres in front of the donkey and have your photo taken for free. Like if that's you something you want the, or need. Um, like you did with the Land's End sign. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, you I weren't messing. get a photo of the donkey. Yeah, when we were there, um, I, obviously my mum was following me on social. Yeah. And then she she sent me some, uh, she found some photos from a holiday we went on when I was like one or two. Oh. And I think there's a picture of me on my dad's shoulders, like right, I'm, Clavelli's not changed at all. It looked exactly the same. Oh. Anyway, so we're there and it's well expensive, but we go into a pub and had a nice flat cider M, which is a rarity. Oh, I've never had a flat cider. I'd like that. What? I, I didn't. Honestly, I've never had one. You've never had a proper pint of cider? I've had not a flat one. Oh, hang on. Am I misunderstanding? Does that mean not fizzy? Yeah. Yeah. I've never had a flat. Honestly, I'm, I know I've, I'm, I'll just come out from underneath my rock. 
I did not know that there was such thing as a flat cider. And you're from the country. I'm from honestly. Em, you've not lived. Is that's my favourite beverage? I think I would love that as well because I'm not a massive, massive fan of fizzy drinks. I hate fizzy drinks. So bloating. So no wonder you like a flat. Right. Well, can I buy this in the supermarket? Yeah, you can pr- probably get Old Rosie from your local supermarket, but that, I think that's quite high percent percentage. But that's like the the one you see on supermarket shelves. It's quite often in a nice little glass bottle, actually, Em. Oh. Like with a little handle. I know what you mean. I'm thinking, yeah. I've seen it. Right. Well, there you go. I'm going to try that. Unless I've had it and not realised, but I, no, I don't think I have. But every now and then you'll find one in a pub and my local, we've got Rosie's Pig on tap. Nice. And it's just delicious. Oh, Rosie's Pig. Yeah. I definitely Rosie's had pig. Rosie's Pig. Well, that's flat. So we had a pint and then we thought, well, we've got to see what the hype is about. So we had a little wander around Clavelli. Not that there's many places to go. We walked past a shop selling cream teas at an extortionate price. And actually, it said on the blackboard outside, afternoon tea, ladies' teas, gentlemen's teas. Oh, God. I've seen these gentlemen's teas. It's when they do like... What is a gentleman's tea? So it has like little mini fish and chips or... What? Pork pies. Oh, classic. More savoury, I'd say. Right. So what's the um, ladies' tea then? Ladies' is more... God, this is so sexy, isn't it? It's it more is. things like pinks and light colours and it's more, you know, your traditional afternoon tea that you'd have had. Yeah. So like, um, you know, like your little sandwiches, your little cream cakes, your scones, all that sort of thing. And then like fairy cakes, Battenberg, stuff like that. God, it's it's so sexist, isn't it? And then a gentleman's tea is more like pot pie. Probably have a pickled egg. Pure meat. Pickled a lot of meat. That'd be meat, more meat, yeah. Meat based. I don't don't know if I've ever had one, but I know people that have and say that they've been like a group of girls going for it. You know when what year was it that we were all going for afternoon tea? I want to say it was like 2012 when it like boomed, didn't it? I think it was the same year that people got really into gin for no apparent reason. Oh, well, I know the reason why people got into gin. Tell me. Well, I think I do. I think around that year, they changed the rules on how and what quantity you had to distill. I think it's called a distillery, isn't it? So mm-hmm. it used to be like, say, a thousand litres was the minimum quantity you could make gin in. And they basically changed it to like one litre, which means oh, that... Oh, so loads of small batches. Exactly that. So essentially I could make my own gin in a little mm-hmm. tiny bespoke distillery that made a litre at a time and I'd be able to sell that. Whereas before that, that wasn't allowed. Got it. So all these new gin distilleries popped up. Exactly and it that. started looking a bit cooler because there was so yeah. much choice. Yes. I think it's kind of dropped out of trend a little bit now. But you could move for gin about five years ago. From someone I know that started a distilling, I don't know if that's called, mm-hmm. they've just boomed. They've just really? continued to go from strength to strength, yeah. Well, I obviously work in a pub at the moment. Um, oh, yes, that's a good and point. And well, people have a G&T, but I wouldn't say it's like ridiculously popular to have a flavoured gin. Well, you could try it, sir. Put a bottle of your flavoured gin on the uh, counter next shift and be like, could I interest you in a flavoured gin this evening? No, one of, the, one of the locals are neck at him. <laughs> <laughs> There's me. I'm thinking back to my retail days. I'd have you link selling at that till. <laughs> Up in your, your two plus order or whatever we call it. Oh, yeah. I, I can see you there looking at a lager. Can I interest you in a gin? Yeah, or <laughs> I hope you're selling crisps with it, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, gin and crisps. Oh, so right. yeah. So you're at a nice pub. You had a nice flat cider. Yeah. And then we had a little wander around Clavelli. And there's like a pub 
that overlooks the actual coast bit. Oh, okay. So we sat there. I think Tom went to, Tom sort of closed his eyes for a minute. We were on like a picnic bench. Tom lay back, closed his eyes a minute. Man came along with a pneumatic drill. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was like a Monday. And he'd obviously thought, today's the day to do my stuff. But there were still loads of us there on, you know, some people were on their actual holiday. There was like a group of, um, like, you know, a couple of older couples next to us. They probably had a couple of G&Ts on the go. Sit back, relax. As soon as they sit down, cheers, cheers. <laughs> so hang on, this is at the pub? Yeah, it's right next door to the pub. And I think oh. like they all looked over. I actually can remember somebody saying to him like, do you know how long you're going to be, mate? <laughs> <laughs> I suppose if you've got a pneumatic drill, you've got a pneumatic drill and you've paid to get in. Yeah, exactly. Bear in mind, some people have paid £8.50 for the pleasure. So was it in someone's house next to the pub that they were pneumatic drilling? Yeah, it was like somebody's garden next to the pub. I suppose though, I bet Cavelli's always busy, isn't it? When else is he going to be able to get his drill out? Exactly. It was probably the quietest time. Yeah, I mean, hilarious. Tom's just like relaxing. <laughs> There's no. Do you know what? There's no worse sound than a pneumatic drill. <laughs> it's the one that just goes through you. Baby crying? Oh, I don't mind baby crying noises. Don't bother me at all. Oh, really? No. Um, what else don't I like? Cats think- fighting in the night. Oh, yeah. Cats fighting in the night. Yeah. Foxes having sex. Yeah, that is a rough sound. Really? That's. (laughs) (laughs) Holy foxes. He's not one of my faves. (laughs) Hey, and honestly, like that noise. I remember one of the first times that Brad came to like my family home. I remember being like, what's that? And I was like, that's just the foxes having sex. But saying that, there's loads of foxes in suburbia. Sub- yeah. Suburbia. I don't know why I said that word. <laughs> but maybe they're not horny foxes in suburbia. No, they're put off by the pollution. Yeah, whereas round where I'm from. There's nothing else to do. God, they're at it all night. Yes. <laughs> nothing else for There's nowhere for them to go in. That's true. So how long did you stay at the pub? Where Did the pneumatic drill just not stop? So you just like pushed through it? Yeah, well, it didn't stop on and off, but this was the problem, Em. So we were camping that night ah. and we knew there was nothing at the campsite. So we just tried to stay at the pub for as long as we could. Nice. But it was expensive and we couldn't hear ourselves think because of the pneumatic drill issue. Yeah. So we just got a few bits together and walked to the campsite. We thought, well, we'll just relax. We'll get an early night. There might be something going on at the campsite. Yeah. And was there? Absolutely not. No. Um, <laughs> We were the only people there. Oh, God. Like the the campsite itself was quite large and we were literally the only people there. And it was brand new, actually, this campsite. Right. There was a little shop there. Eventually, somebody did turn up because they were expecting us. Right. But if you imagine like it was almost the size of a football pitch and we were the only tent there. <laughs> That's really sad. I don't know why. It's a really sad image. You know, Tom was like, where shall we pitch our tent? Do you think that's the right spot? I'm like, Tom, I don't think it matters where we go. Usually you'd be like, oh, they've gone there. So we'll go 10 metres away from them. Yeah. And then I'd have gone right in the middle. Well, the saddest thing, Em, was that we didn't realise when we booked this, but it was right next to the A39. Oh. So it was really noisy all night. Oh, no. Yeah. Now, what do you mean, like, over the fence? Yeah, there was only a hedge between us. Hey, I don't think I'd like that. No, well, I did have a few thoughts about if a car runs off here, I'm a goner. 
Oh, well, hang on a second. Now that we know that you think you're going to die every time you get in a car, I'm not surprised. I'm all right when I'm not in the car, but I, yeah. that thought did cross my mind. I just don't think I'd like the noise. I was just thinking I don't think I'd sleep. Well, no wonder nobody else was booked in. Well, yeah. Um, actually, it said online that there was a little shop at the um, campsite. So I thought, well, we'll just get a couple of drinks there, give us something to do, because we had nothing to do that night. And he did sort of open, it wasn't really a shop. It was the bloke turned up and he said, do you want anything out of the cupboard sort of thing? Oh. <laughs> and um, I really, like, we really wanted a beer. There's yeah. no, nothing anywhere. We had to walk sort of three or four miles out of Clavelli to get to the campsite. And there's nothing else near. Oh, God. Um had a warm can of Thatcher's. No, out of his cupboard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think Tom had a warm carling. Oh, oh, no. So it wasn't the most fun night of the trip. Is there anything that you had on this challenge, whatever we call it, the walk, that put you off because you now associate it with? I mean, we ate a lot of peanut butter sandwiches, but I wouldn't say I'm off them now. Oh, really? Still, still like, yeah. I like a peanut butter sandwich, but we did eat a lot of packet sandwiches, which isn't something I ate before and I won't eat. Yeah, since. I suppose because so, it was just easy, grab and go. Yeah, exactly. We didn't really have choice on, on some days. So probably just packet sandwiches. Oh, I tell you what, that I would never have eaten at home. I got into not pot noodles, not the actual brand pot noodles, but you can get sort of like different versions of that. I think it's like a Japanese brand. Oh, they're nice, those. Yeah, I got into them because often if you're in a hotel room, there's only a kettle. Yeah. You can boil the kettle, you can have a nice hot pot of noodles. Oh, yeah. I think pot noodles completely underrated. Well, they went through a bit of a phase, didn't they? When yeah. we were when we were kids, it was like the laziest thing you could possibly yeah. eat was a pot noodle. They're nice. Now, yeah, people eat far worse than that. I Do reckon. you know what? I might buy one this week. You know, I've not had one for about a year. Treat yourself. I'm going to have one. I wonder what flavour I'm going to go. I'm going to see. There might be some new flavours out. Bom- is it Bombay Bad Boy? That's nice, that one. I think that one's vegan. Oh, is it? But I didn't, yeah, I think the other brand is like Sober or something. They were nice. Right, well, that's on my list to buy this week. Um, well, I'm pleased, <laughs> pleased to have added something to your shopping list there, Em. Thank you. So we slept at the uh, very noisy campsite by the A39. So you did get some sleep? Yeah, I did get some. I mean, I'm a pretty good sleeper, but obviously the woman came in the morning to like clean the showers and that. And uh, how did you sleep? Me being British, brilliantly. Thank you. Thanks yeah. so much. See you again. See you again. Yeah, you're like, never. <laughs> never going there again. <laughs> never sleeping in the hard shoulder of the A39 again. <laughs> no, it, was, it wasn't that bad, but yes, I wish we'd known that it was there. Do you know what song that's made me think of? Brimful of Asher on the... A39. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to episode 10 of You Will Get Blisters. If you've listened to every single episode, thank you. You have endured the first 10 episodes. Long may it continue. If you're new, we hope you're enjoying it and you listen to another episode. Please keep sending in your travel stories. The funnier the better, the more dramatic the better. We will get round to reading them out. If you're enjoying the podcast, please mention us to your mates. We're doing this for a bit of fun and we hope you're enjoying the ride. <laughs>